Welcome to a brand new episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. Thanks for joining us. First off, you literally just landed like an hour ago. I did. So we were recording hot. I'm coming in hot. Touchdown. <laughs> and it was a really good weekend. Yeah. Yeah, for you, mister. I was in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It was good. I was down there um, working with a, uh, a really amazing group of people that I had the opportunity to work with as an advisor on the fund. It's a uh, it's a fund focused around Bitcoin and uh, blockchain-based assets and kind of with a goal of trying to out... Cue the crypto nerd. That's right. Cue the crypto nerd in me um, with a goal of trying to outperform Bitcoin, which it's been doing successfully, which is very challenging because Bitcoin's been on a tear recently. Um, but uh, it was great. Got to meet with a lot of great people, learn more about what's going on with the fund, and develop a lot of really good relationships throughout the weekend. So I was happy about that. Good stuff. So first of all, Sorry we missed an episode last week, um, but that's okay because I'm going to do two this week for you guys. I was I had a completely different um, episode planned for today, actually, and I was like out at Ulta and Sephora just thinking about what I'm going to talk about, and it was not this until I came home right before I had to pick Brian up from the airport, and I got a message from somebody who listens to our podcast, and I'm not going to name names, but I will read you her message. And this is what to- it like got me so fired up that I wanted to talk about it. But it was Nina. I need to know if you will have a podcast covering the election and pandemic and censorship, etc. Et I would love to hear your opinions on both parties and their viewpoints on issues. I find it so odd that we as a society have to ask our government, who works for us, for permission to have basic human rights. Hope I'm not alone in that thinking. Also curious about what you think of the Kanye Joe interview. I'm obviously not a person of color, but re- but really try to look at things and learn all viewpoints. And Kanye struck me hard. Fascinating how he is tired of hearing that all he came from was slaves and not kings and queens. Anyways, sorry for all the questions, but I know you think on such a higher frequency than all the sheep out here. And would love to get your opinions. First of all, I thought that was a hilarious message. And second, I got like inspiration from that because I was so. And, and please do not take this as. Like who I'm, who I would wish present the president would be. In general, I do not like politics. In general, we have said this so many times on our podcast. We do not watch the news. I don't like these things. I don't like government things. I don't like, um, like what are these? Not the government, like agencies and all. Like I, I, these stuff just never interested me. In fact, they make me just like cringe. However, um, I did watch the Trump and Biden, um, what are they called? Debates. And I did watch the Kamala Harris and was it Pence Mm -hmm. debate. I did watch those two things and I did do some research on, you know, each of their policies and whatnot and who else was running on the ticket, blah, blah, blah. And so I was going to keep my comments to myself, but now I'm not. Okay. And again, I think that this is, um, it's like a take it or leave it kind of thing. This doesn't mean that we're one way or another. It doesn't mean I'm Democratic or Republican. I'm just sharing my open viewpoints, just like I would want anybody else to message me and share their viewpoints. There's no judgment on this because at the end of the day, before we start talking about politics, I do want to say red or blue, it doesn't matter. Um, I firmly believe that the government just tries to divide and conquer us and tries to make you pick a side, like you're Republican or Democratic, and there's stigmas around both. So if you're Republican, it automatically means that you're a rich snob. And if you're Democratic, it means that you're a person of color. Like people, people put labels on this, on these things. And I don't agree with those labels. At the end of the day, we're all humans. We're one human race and we're one country, literally one nation. And we need to like kind of be united in anything that we do and not let them divide us. Um, So first things first, am I happy with this election? Um, I'm surprised. I'll say that much. What about you? Oh, I don't. I mean, what's the date today? Today is the ninth. Ninth. I don't think it's over. I, I, I think that if you really look at what happened they're counting votes, they're counting votes, they're counting votes. They never finished counting votes. And then all of a sudden, the Google media starts blasting everything. 
Well, they're definitely getting contested and wrote. And last time this happened was with the Bush election when they had all the uh, hanging, hanging Chad issues, and they had to keep they had to go back and keep counting stuff. And I believe it wasn't until December twelfth of that year that they finally got the results. So basically, a month after the election, and it and it overturned. I agree with Trump on how he's suing Pennsylvania and some other states mm-hmm. in trying to figure out the whole you know the counting situation. I mean, there's no. It's factual, in my opinion, from what at least how things were reporting that the votes were not complete counted that's a fact that's a factual thing it's right so who's who's at my my whole problem is that am i happy with the election so the media railroaded correct a candidate in. correct am i happy with the election no but am i surprised by it yes but did i really even care in the beginning no i didn't because i knew the whole thing was messed up to begin with mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is whether i look at trump's policies let's let's leave the media out for a second whether i look at trump's policies or biden's policies I don't care because neither candidate had all the policies and the viewpoints that I personally wanted. Okay, so I couldn't really be one way or another. I wanted a certain person for a certain economic reason, and that was Trump. But that's it. There was nothing else that aligned. And I also liked Trump because he doesn't give this stupid, ridiculous, made up pandemic out there. And I know everyone's going to hate me for saying this, but there has been so much scientific evidence proving that the virus is not as bad as it is versus evidence that it's like terrible and like you know gonna kill us all so i like that he's very like in the face of all this stuff i like that he's against big pharma i like that he's against healthcare insurance companies the things that are draining our country he's against them and he speaks up he's not the guy who has a political um, history. He's not the guy who wanted political power his entire life. He's a businessman. So he sees things a little bit different. I come from a business family. My parents never had jobs. Well, my dad did when he was in his 20s. But they've been business owners their entire lives and continue to. So my viewpoints align a little bit more with Trump. Now, that's not to say that I agree when people are saying that he's building a wall against, you know, the Mexican border, wherever it is, and he's racial against people. Look, I am a person of color. I'm not black, but I'm not white either. So somebody actually I was talking to this weekend, I think has framed this in an interesting way, um, which makes a lot of sense. But this person goes, he goes, I'm not a fan of either of these candidates Mm -hmm. at all. Right. Um, He goes, he goes, Trump, from an economic policy perspective, he goes, it's good for me and people that I know. and And I like the, the, the things that have happened from an economics perspective, but in terms of his leadership capabilities and how he pers- is, uh, you know, goes against what, what he does when he's out talking to the media and all these things, he's like, I don't approve of that at all. Yeah. And then he went and he said similar things of the other party and, and basically was kind of like uh, dissecting the different pros and cons of it. But then at the end of the day, he was like, but at the end of the day, I'm a hardcore libertarian, so I don't really care either way. He's just like, when I think about my family and the security of them and this and that, there's certain policies that I do look at from an economic perspective. Um, but like at the end of the day, I would have voted for Ron Paul. <laughs> yeah. So and I think that, that's an important point too, is we get so, like it, it's never happened really that, I, I mean, I'm sure it happened at some point, but in the recent history where you had not a non-democratic or non-Republican party even get close to winning anything, right? And a lot of times, if you really take a step back and look at some of the parties that aren't on the, the focus of the red or blue ticket and they're the other ones they have a lot more logical reasonable points of view in policy Thank that you. could actually be very helpful um but it just never happens because all the investment in the media coverage goes back and forth and it always gets controlled by the red or the blue side if you look at the face of the election and the face of these policies and again when i say face i mean what you and i are fed the information that we are fed via the news that these are his policies these are his promises this is his thing this is his thing whatever's highlighted okay you didn't sit down and actually talk to trump nobody did none of us did um or biden for that matter but when i look at each of them and i just realize like okay on the face of it who do i want I don't fully believe that all the bad racial injustice stuff that happened, that Trump is to blame for that. I don't believe that the pandemic, that I'm that Trump is to blame for that. I really don't. So the media can twist and fray and showcase things as they want. I was talking to Brian when I picked him up from the airport and I told him this is what we wanted to talk about. I was like, dude, I was like, why? In the middle of a pandemic, please tell me, any normal human being on this planet, why would they be worried about rioting and what were they called that was going on 
protest? Black Lives Matter stuff and all this. Doesn't it seem odd to you that when we're all on lockdown, all of a sudden we have this like racial divide going on? Something else that just came out today that I'm not sure if anybody noticed, but all of a sudden within 48 hours of when the media ruled the election done, right? 48 hours, breaking news today, the stock market goes nuts and Pfizer has a vaccine that's 90% accurate. Yeah, I saw All of a sudden, it just randomly happens. 48 hours after the the election is over. Come on. Knowing that Biden... That's ridiculous. Yeah, knowing that Biden is for mandated vaccinations, which I am 100% against, nobody in this country should be forced to have a vaccination. If you don't believe me and you're strongly like, oh my God, Nina's a dipshit, just go Google the side effects of the vaccines that you and I got in the late 80s. Just go Google them. There is a reason. Not, not to mention, it takes a long time to develop a vaccine. And think about how rushed this one just came. Yep, I know, agree. For, for a virus that has never scientifically been proven to be isolated and existed in the first place. I'm not, I'm not making that claim. I'm saying that's a fact. If you research it, in order to develop a vaccine, you have to isolate It hasn't occurred yet. Because I had shingles, as all all of you guys know, back in May, it sent me down a rabbit hole of like medical research because when talking to my family who's from India, they're like, shingles doesn't happen in India. It's like really extremely rare. I'm like, how can that be? Like my diet is the same as my family as they grew up. Like everything's the same. Like why did I get this at the age of 32? It's so strange and like really severe that I'm still in pain from it. And I started researching all this stuff and it's funny. They will not, um, and you can Google this and research all of it. There are studies that are showing that the kids who were born in the, after 1985 and all the vaccinations that we had to have and had to get, um, there's a vaccine in there that's doing something where it like keeps that virus and manipulates it in your body. And Big Pharma pushed it out. The medical community pushed it out as saying, hey, you can get shingles later on in life if you got the chicken pox, okay? So you got to get the chicken pox vaccine. You still get the chicken pox. And then later on, you might get shingles because you've had chicken pox. That's how they kind of fooled us into thinking this. Now there's research showing that in Americans from the 80s that are getting vaccinations, and they're still giving them to kids, that there's something in there that manipulates with our body inside that is causing people my age getting shingles, like literally it's like a 50% chance now. It went from like a 2-3% chance in your young age to like a 50% chance of getting it. And they're saying that they're doing tons of studies, but every time they try to publish them, they try to do things, Big Pharma blocks them. And Big Pharma has another thing that they're playing off of now. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's a ton of commercials and advertisements for the shingles vaccine. And there's two of them now, which they're trying to push on people my age. And you're not supposed to take it. Like it's terrible for you. So my point is, you can't, we cannot, but this is not a democracy if we're in a country where we're forced to put something in our bodies like that, that you have no idea how it's going to react with somebody. What are you going to do when someone has an autoimmune issue? What are you going to do if somebody has an MTHFR gene mutation? People like that can't just take a vaccine. Like clearly medically, it says that we cannot take the shingles vaccine. So how do you think it's okay, which is a shingles is a virus. It's okay to just make everybody in America get, what is this called? The COVID vaccine. Without rhyme or reason, how is that a democracy? How are we the land of the free? Where are we? Where do we get lost in making our own choices and decisions that I should have for myself or for my family? So I don't agree with Biden on that. And it's funny because as soon as he wins, they have a vaccine. Yeah, within 48 hours. Then I saw also today mandatory lockdowns. He's, he's like talked about a plan with somebody already about a mandatory lockdown and like the masks and everybody has to wear a mask at all times, no matter where you are. Like this is the stuff that I was against. You can't let the virus beat us. We can't succumb to the virus. I don't believe in that. I think it makes people more sick. If you go on questioningcovid.com and just look at all of the articles and the doctors and the research and the science and like the bluffs that they have called out on this pandemic, you'll you'll wonder, what side am I on? Why did I believe in all this hype? What's going on? And I'm not putting down people who did get COVID or who did have flu-like symptoms or did get sick or whatnot. But I'm sorry, it is the WHO organization who is coming out now and saying that the numbers were all flawed. Yeah. So well, if, you, if you look at the data, too, that the CDC, you can go on the CDC website. I did this the other day and looked at it. Whenever COVID started, right, and everybody started marking COVID from a data perspective and like people allegedly started coming down with COVID, there was zero flu infections 
Zero. Yeah. It disappeared. Do you know how many flu infections there were last year or something? It was like something like 60 million Millions. or something ridiculous. Yeah. 60 million to zero. And yet COVID has flu-like symptoms. So how is it that, you know, is it is it there's a potential that it may be a very large amount of these are the flu? You yeah, know, because they weren't testing everybody for flu. They I, were testing you for COVID. Yeah, everybody that I know that tested positive for COVID, which I, I don't agree with the tests either. I think those, those have more false positives than they do negative. Well, the test, test doesn't test for the virus. It's not designed to test for an infectious disease. No. Um, but everybody I know that actually got it had zero symptoms. Mm-hmm. And I want to say one or two people I know that allegedly test positive for it literally just thought they had the flu. Um, or people who do have COVID had other underlying issues and symptoms that were exacerbating everything. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they had COVID. Exactly. So I don't agree with that. And that's one of the reasons I was so strongly against Biden because he was literally, to me in my eyes, he's like trying to make people more sick. And there are studies coming out of people are dying, older people, like even in the 30s and 40s and 60s, of just being lonely. Uh, like when you wear a mask, your oxygen levels go down by 60%. You are now breathing out your air, breathing in carbon dioxide. If you can Google the side effects of doing that and how dangerous that is for your body, you would think twice before wearing a mask. I see people wearing a mask in their car while they're driving. Are you dumb? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Onyx agrees. <laughs> that was our dog. Onyx got agreed. real excited. Onyx, there's nobody there. Hey, chill out over there. So that's where I... <laughs> Onyx really wants to get involved in She's this. She's vocal conversation. right now. <laughs> Guys, Onyx is a cameo today. She's our <laughs> she's our third host. Onyx, come here. So it just it boggles my mind and people are like, "Oh, I'm going to wear a mask and I'm safe." And if you don't wear a mask, they look at you like you have five heads. You cannot stop an infectious airborne virus from a mask, people. It's not possible. Please just Google this for me. Look it up. Okay. Enough about the pandemic now. So either way, I, I don't think it was good. I, I don't I don't agree with the elections. Now, here's another point for people to take that I strongly feel of. I believe that America is um, very heavily built on secrecy and distrust what I mean by that is I feel as though all the information that we're fed, whether it be about our food, about our medical stuff, vaccinations, viruses, elections, racial injustice, criminal justice reform, like anything, any kind of information that we get, I believe from the very get-go, it was controlled. It was manipulated for a higher agenda. So if you thought that you sat there and you made the right decision for you and your family based on what you saw on TV, I don't think that you made the right decision because you didn't have the right information to begin with. They wanted you to come to a certain conclusion. So they fed you certain information and instilled fear in you. Um, when you have somebody pounding in your head and saying, people are dying from COVID, people are doing this from COVID, and if you go outside and this is happening, the numbers are rising, doesn't that scare you? Just today, I was at Ulta and this lady was like standing very far apart from the register probably in her 40s and she says to the lady she's like i don't want to be here that long she was yelling at the at the cashier she's like i don't want to be here that long these, these cases are rising i don't want to be here that long and she was like freaking out and i'm thinking in my head well then go home and shop online first of all yeah. what, what are you doing here if you're so scared <laughs> and second calm down your your fear your hyperness. Well, when your cortisol levels increase, you have an immune system response that automatically puts you in a more susceptible state. Is literally what is going to make you sick. Okay? Fear interferes with your body. Literally. And people are just not understanding all of this. And, you know, it just, I just don't agree with all of that. And that's where I feel as though the media completely blew um, the pandemic the way that they wanted to. They blew the Black Lives Matter thing out of proportion. They are showing things. It's not that things aren't happening. Don't get me wrong. They're showing things and blowing them out of proportion and fudging the information so that we are in fear, mm -hmm. so that we are scared. And when you're fearful and scare, scared, what do you do? You lean on some outside source or some outside person or some outside leader or something or someone else to help you. You know, that's what they do. So when all this um, riots and stuff were happening in St. Louis during the pandemic, I believe it was like April and May it was happening. I just like for a second just thought like I believe in good. 
I believe that there's more good people than bad people. And I honestly, this was the middle of lockdown. I don't believe that there was people out there shooting one another and hitting one another um, and doing this like, you know, black on or white on black crime, whatever you call it. And I don't believe that. I believe that there were media paid individuals that were told to go out in the streets and cause a ruckus. I believe our police officers were told to cause a ruckus. I believe things were controlled from top down everywhere. And I think the media went in and just showcased all the bad things. If I didn't make that clear, here's another example. I saw a meme today and you guys know how Trump is being hated for building a wall and sending all the immigrants that they found, illegal immigrants back to Mexico and kept their kids here. And they were apparently in like cages and like these like FEMA camps and like Walmarts around the country. It, it all came out earlier this year. First of all, someone is blaming Trump for that. We don't know what happened with that. Second, the meme said, yay, because Biden won. Yay, no more kids in cages. And then the dad is going, no, son, it's no more media coverage on the kids in cages. And to me, how I took that was the media was portraying certain things to us irresponsibly and completely wrong in a wrong manner so that we are swayed one way to the thing, to, to, to elect one or the other person. Back to Brian's point, like, he's, like you said, the media and the votes are still being counted and all this stuff is still happening. Three of the four of the main news channels in our country that are watched are Democratic. What's the movie that was about the news channels and changing the elections. There's a movie on it. I don't remember. Oh, I'm forgetting it. It's like a it's like a major movie and you love it. You love it. Uh, changed the elections with the media? Yeah, they like they like swayed the elections in the, in the media. They like portrayed and they were like controlling everything on the back was end. Was Isle of Isle of March or uh, Ides of March Ides maybe? Of March that might have been it. I don't remember that being a media thing though. Oh, well, like there's a movie on the. Media. I'll have That's to look it up. That's a political one where they're like running. Somebody's running for some type of office. It might be that one. I don't know, but there's a really good, like, well-known movie out there that kind of portrays everything I'm saying very to the T on that. Another topic aside from this is censorship. I saw this morning that Trump is getting censored on Twitter, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. But uh, if you guys think that censorship is something new, no. Pretty sure the last five years, probably even more than I know. Oh my God, no. Censorship has been around since the beginning of time. Facebook. You're just talking you, about just on our social Twitter. Correct. YouTube. Everything's been censored for the last five or six years. And we know this. So it should be no shock to you if the elections and the people involved in the elections and other people trying to speak out are censored as well. The thing is with media, the media just doesn't control our elections. The media also controls our branches of our government and i particularly know this in one branch which is our criminal justice branch Mm -hmm. the media is heavily known like in the legal field you know this this isn't rocket science people know it and they just don't care because you can't really fight with these huge media conglomerates um but they literally use the media the newspapers and the news channels to win trials there are da's and judges who feed information to the media outlets Mm -hmm. to basically taint the public and where the jury pool is going to come from and to pin something on one person or both people so that they get more convictions so that they can go up in their position. That's how our criminal justice branch works. You go from a DA to like an assistant DA, sorry, assistant DA to a DA and then like you keep elect, you know, it's a political power move is what it is. So, there's this isn't not this is nothing new basically is what I'm trying to say this happens all the time in front of our faces 24 um, seven. So in my eyes, in my opinion about the elections, I'm not happy about it, but I also don't believe it. I don't believe that America voted for Joe Biden. I don't zero like there's nothing. I think there's enough wealthy people in our country. There's enough wealthy organizations in our country. There's enough people there to have at least voted for Trump for the economic reasons. I mean, if you just look at the um, the data as things began to change over the course of when the votes started to become counted, I mean, it was 
the the way that things shifted in each thing was just incredibly shady. Yeah. You could, I mean, just at face value, it was incredibly shady. And do you know um, what else was shady? And I'm not even rooting. Like I don't. I don't root for Trump. I don't root for Biden. I think it's all a joke. I think it's a total illusion. But you know what else was but, shady is that they started saying that they were going to have issues in the election counting yeah, months ago. That's called mental conditioning. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even saw one news outlet legit on the news outlet. They go, "We just found twenty thousand <laughs> mail-in ballots, and they were all Biden." F- First, they said found what. You just found 20,000 ballots. Oh, and all 20,000 happened to be Biden? And it, well, this is what I think is interesting. If you look at the data, I think it was like supposedly 66% Biden and the other mail-ins were Trump. But when it was talked about in the media, every time the mail-in piece was talked about, it was always perceptually swayed very much towards Biden. Um, but I, I just don't think that like, I think there was so much ridiculous fraud that occurred. And you can just see it at face value. And then on Saturday, it's like everybody blows up. And at first, the media was like, president-elect. And then, like, all of a sudden, to, uh, they, like, change it from elect to other stations are doing presidents. The next president's-elect did. Like, all these things. And it's like the votes were still being counted, right? Like, if you're going to draw this out and count it, which is what the um, one side wanted anyway, yeah. as opposed to just making a decision like always happens throughout history on the day of the voting event, then give it the time it is and be patient and count the votes. Don't yeah. just end it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was outrageous. And to, to think that the president has all this power is absolutely naive. If you pick up the book and actually read the powers of the president and how much power he doesn't have on the policies that he's always talking and speaking about, you'd probably learn, like, why do I even vote? Why? Yeah. What? Like they, they can't do anything. Not much is in their hands at all. And here's something else that's super shady. And this is another reason I didn't like Biden. Kamala Harris, you would think that me as a woman, as a woman of color, am I what? I don't even know. Yeah, what, you are. Okay. So as a woman of color. We have an interracial marriage. <laughs> as a woman of color, <laughs> I didn't look at Kamala Harris and say, go Kamala. Like I didn't care. I don't look at somebody in a position of power as if they're male or female um brown black or white that's not what i ever i was i'm not geared that way like i'm very objective i'm not subjective on their looks or whatever it is mm-hmm. or their sex so she's got a very shady track record i'm getting there very shady because everyone knows my obsession with you know how disgusting our criminal justice system is and how thwarted and twisted and just oh my god it makes my blood boil you can just look at her her track record. You think she's this like polished, nice, educated lawyer and this and that. And, and what was she? Attorney general, whatever the heck she was. How about you look at all the innocent people that she has put in jail? How about you look at all the cases that have been investigated? Just look at her stuff. On top of that, I'm pretty sure there is a ton of evidence online showing how much she hated Biden. Oh my gosh, she publicly spoke out against Biden for years. She did not like him at all. And now when she's asked yeah. to be on his ticket. I mean, just that alone shows you how shady politics are in general. I'm speaking. Who's in your pocket? I'm speaking. Can you get can you get, can you get a higher <laughs> role? Can you get high? So I think it's the Mr. funniest thing. It's like, yeah, if ever see these rallies, they're like, I don't care if it's on whatever side Mr. You're Vice President, on. I'm speaking. Yeah. I, I think what's so funny is that you you know these people get the all rallied up and they're going to the Democratic rally or the Republican rally and they're like, yeah, this president's going to kill for me. They don't give they a don't shit. They don't give a shit. It's a personal agenda. Bush had one with the oil stuff. Clinton had his own. Obama had his own agenda. Trump has you know his what own I actually agenda. Think is, if it, if it goes through, and I mean, who knows what will end up happening, right? Um, before they actually make the office transition, but if it if it goes, Trump's going to build a wall around himself. Yeah, he may build a wall around the White House and then put a moat. You never know. He may re, he may redirect what's going down on South. Try to get me, Biden. Come and get me. <laughs> but um, if it does, what I likely think this presidency will look like is very similar to the Bush Cheney presidency, where George Bush really wasn't calling the shots. Cheney was behind the scenes. And then there's going to be a movie the about it ten years from now, and we're all going to be like, oh, look how stupid we were. Like it's just <laughs> it's that simple. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of Kamala Harris. I I don't care about the woman. I'm huge advocate for women and women empowerment, but I did not look at this in that manner. I mean, I didn't even want Hillary Clinton and she was a woman because I knew what what her stuff was and like the skeletons she had in her closet. So it's not about that. And if you based your vote based on a I want a woman in there, uh, you need to do a little bit more research than that. Okay, a man or a woman, 
both can be snakes. And I don't agree with her. I don't agree with her career. I don't agree with her decisions. I, I don't even think that she is fit to be a vice president. Um, forget Biden. I don't even think he can like get put his own clothes on. It was an opportune time to ask her to run with everything that was going on with society. Why do you plain th- and simple? Why do you think there was so much racial injustice this year? Why do you think there was so much Black Lives uh, Movement matters going on? Why do you think they were trying to pin so much like? angst against all of us people amongst each other this is why it was all leading up to this the pandemic too they took it and twisted it around you think that biden's campaign or the democrat campaign wasn't feeding the media outlets so that we could say we're going to protect the american people by telling them we're going to enforce lockdowns and masks and vaccinations and look at the net to the next level of mental conditioning is starting right now and i just noticed it on saturday when i was catching like at the restaurant i was at some of the news out of the corner of my eye and they, they, on every media station, they had this big one-liner when it was it showed Biden and Kamala doing their speeches. And it's like, it's time to heal America. Get ready, everybody. Here's what's going to happen. Pretty soon, you're not you're going to forget the pandemic ever happened because it's going to disappear, maybe, right? It's possible it could just disappear over the next couple months. By or, disappear, we mean the media stops talking media about stops it. The media stops talking about it. And, or... They try to do a forced vaccination agenda. And that's what Heal America is. It's like, if you want to be healed... You have to take this shot, having no freaking clue what's in that shot, right? Um, oh, and here's my thing for people who like probably hate us now and are like, oh my God, they're not going to vaccinate. They're going to put everybody's lives in danger. Hold on a second. If you're vaccinated, I shouldn't get you sick. Yeah. If you are getting vaccinated and you're pissed that I'm not, why do you care when you're vaccinated and you're fine? I can't get you sick. Yeah. So what's your problem? Why would you be so mad? Let me make that decision for myself. And if I don't vaccinate myself and get COVID, that's let, on let me. Let me make this clear. This is not just a, uh, my viewpoint on this is not just for like this specific COVID thing. I don't ever take them. Like I don't ever take a flu shot. I don't ever take anything. And my immune system is firing on all cylinders. At I all never time. ever in my life had a flu shot ever, not even as a kid. And I got the flu once and it was because Brian and I went to Pittsburgh and he caught it on the plane. Within yeah. 24 hours, he was sick as a dog. And then we're in the urgent care together. And the guy goes, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And he goes, well, if you're traveling with him, sure. he gave it to you already. And I'm like, no, he didn't. And he goes, let's test you for it. Yeah. And I had it. That's I th- it. And I think that's the only time I can remember ever in my adult life getting the flu. And I mean, I never get flu shots. So you would think, you know, I'm 33 years old. You would think I would have had it more than People one. People with flu shots get the flu way more. That's what, Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so you would think I would get it more than one time ever with how rampant it runs, especially during flu season. America is probably the sickest country in the world. And if you could get outside of the CNN bubble and the Fox News bubble a little bit and go past the news and the reality TV shows and maybe like wander out there, you would just see how people make fun of us here. And they're just like, they think we are sheep, literally. Like we get vaccinated, we take allergy medicines, we eat like shit, we have the most obese people in the world. Like (laughs) there's just so much crap. Autoimmune issues do not exist anywhere but mostly America. Do you know that? Why? Because people heal themselves in different ways. Their medical communities and systems are not profiting off their people. Like if you go to India, of course there's there's issues, health issues there. But people have like remedies of just using food to heal yourself, having patience and not popping Tylenol or Xanax or this or that every five seconds. They don't do things to hurt their immune system. They do things to foster a healthy immune system. And that's just, it's just so frustrating. And I see even with a healthy immune system, that doesn't mean you can't get sick here and there but i'm saying the level at which you or the frequency at which you get sick is like the method, non-existent almost compared to if you if you're breaking your immune system down by your environment and what you put in your body the method of healing people in america is not healing you it's just enough to not let you die just enough to keep you alive on something so that you're constantly paying money and make and they're making money that's it that's recur- all it is it's called recurring revenue they don't heal you they don't heal you in america so that's a dumb slogan for them to use there's no healing here it's just another mental conditioning it's like everything it's else fear-based oh you're expected to get parkinson's or alzheimer's you're expected to get old and sick you're expected to get diabetes like i feel as though here like growing old people expect to have health problems it's not like that in other countries at all whatsoever and so I'm just waiting till I'm a buku multi-billionaire and I can bounce out mm-hmm. and live wherever I want to live. But till then, Biden it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on to the next topic, which is my favorite topic of the evening. What's that? 
um, our podcast listener also mentioned Kanye. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how you feel, but I have strong feelings for Kanye. Trust me. Sorry, Kim. I know you do. (laughs) But I really do. And I'll share why. I I like, I actually, I really like Kanye. I think that something that could be improved though, because you can tell when Kanye talks that he is incredibly bright and creative and very emotional. Um, And I think sometimes he has a challenge getting out verbally what he means. Um, And you can just tell when he's talking, he'll bounce around to like 35 different topics. And in the audience, it makes, it it just seems a little, I know he's not crazy, but it seems a little crazy because he he, he has a difficult time synthesizing everything going on in his head and then verbalizing it. And I think over time, he'll get much better at that. I've been told exactly that like a hundred times throughout my life. That's fine. So I, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm no. just saying that's how I perceive right. it. Right. So that's well, that's why I get it. I yeah. understand when he's talking and people can't follow him. It's so crazy because I've been told those same things too, and it's true because our minds are running so fast. I'm sitting here talking about Kanye, but I'm already thinking about what's going to come after Kanye in our podcast. I'm also already thinking of what I'm going to give to you for dinner later. Like it's just it's just nonstop in Gemini mind. And you're right. Very few people can speak. From a place of authenticity in the moment and articulate a message clear enough where everyone of any age, of any background, or of any kind of intellect can understand clearly what the point is trying to be made. I get it. And I agree with you on that, that he does have a little bit of a problem with that. However, I'll start with the president's first thing because I know he ran. Here's my thing. I don't think we need a Trump. I don't think we need a Biden. I don't think that we need a Kamala Harris or an Obama. These political people, these lawyers, these like... I don't think that's what we need. We need somebody who literally feels for people. And you said emotions. And that's exactly, I responded to this girl who listened to our podcast and I said, he's emotional in a good way. We need empathy up there. We need somebody who can literally feel the pain of any person, black, white, bisexual, lesbian, brown, Mexican, Indian, Puerto, whatever you are, rich or poor, you need someone in, 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 in our leadership who has empathy for just the human race in general. And I feel as though he has that. He's an artist. That's what artists have. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's my first thing is that I do think that he would make a very good president. I think that he could surprise everybody if people gave him a chance, if our country could get past Fox and what Fox News wants you to elect and who CNN wants you to elect. If you could get past that and make your own heartfelt decision And also just know the media was against him and calling him mentally ill for the last several years. Don't you think other people knew he was running before we did? Why was the media up against him too several times? Because he's not out there feeding information. He's not paying these media outlets to say something about him. So whose intentions are more honest? The Republican, the Democrat, or the one person who's just trying to make a change by being a good person? And so I agree with him. His whole platform is... We need to have organic food. We need to be able to grow our own food. We can't rely on what's being fed to us literally in food form and literally in media form and our information. He talks about censorship. He talks about the control of Walmart super centers and of these big ass music um, producers and basically just talking about like, what are they called? These like super companies that they're just controlling us and making puppets out of us and making us sick. We're, mo- we're, we're money-making machines for them. That's how they look at us. And he's kind of trying to blow the lid off of everything, but everyone just goes, he's crazy. He's not crazy. Don't you think somebody of his status in life and his connections, he's seen something? Don't you think that he's privy to information that he's trying to bring out and trying to wake us up and share with us? Like, doesn't that come from somewhere? And even if he is a little bit of, even if he is mentally ill, and you want to blame that. Look at everything that he has said he's going to do. He's done it. Everything he's outlandishly said, he has accomplished. 100%. Whether it be being in debt for $52 million and saying, I'll get out of this debt. He's now a billionaire. Saying, talking about Kim Kardashian even way before they were even dating and you know talking about how much he loves her. Look, they're together now. Talking about his shoe line. Talking about his clothing line. Talking about politics now. Talking about making a church. He didn't let the pandemic stop his church. Now he has a Christian school for kids in L.A. Like, I don't know what more you want from somebody. You have people like Trump and Biden and Obama and all these presidents who don't have a good track record. 
they don't follow through on what they say. And then you have somebody who does follow through on what they say and has proved it in their personal life, has their shit together. And so I think he'd make a really good president. I think that he would have the emotional capacity to empathize with everybody and kind of look at it as a human race, not as a you're blue and you're red or you're this and you're that. He doesn't look at life that way. And it's very, very apparent when you listen to any one of his interviews. There's a ton of interviews of him online. Yes, does he say some cocky shit? Sometimes he does. And I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Um, I don't I don't take that and say, oh, he's crazy. You know, like, I think you have to be at a certain level of, please don't take this the wrong way, but like an open mind and a little bit of intelligence to see like, this is the guy that can heal America. This is the guy that can make food available for everybody and nobody has to be on food stamps. This is the guy that can teach us like food heals you, um, family and relationships and not having to work to live. But how's it work to live or live to work? What's the bad one? Live to work is the bad. One. Yeah. You don't want to live to work like he's he's the one who's going to teach people that he can show people that. But everybody just wants to say that he's crazy. You know, everyone just wants to like push him to the side, push him to the side. And I don't agree with that. I think someone like that, if given the chance, could change, um, could change our country for the better. I'm not necessarily saying it has to be Kanye West. I'm saying someone like him who has those viewpoints, very basic things that we don't have to depend on big pharma. We don't have to depend on vaccinations. We don't even have to depend economically on things like this. We are in this economic wheel so to speak just spinning and spinning and spinning i mean how many people listening to our podcast right now are in their 30s and think five times a day about having kids because it's so hard to afford right now because both of you are probably working mm-hmm. like that's the life you want because that's what's going to keep happening you keep electing red and blue it's going to keep happening until we learn a different life until we learn a different lifestyle we're in a country where there are states where it's illegal to grow your own food how is that normal Mm-hmm. And I keep bringing up food because I think that's a sustainable way. You can have jobs that way. You can have um, organic food that way. You won't get sick from the food you're eating. You won't be reliant on McDonald's and Friendly's and Burger King and all this other stuff. This all needs to stop. There are countries that have banned McDonald's for a reason. This is what keeps you going to the doctor's office. This is what keeps you begging for lower insurance prices. Well, what if you don't even need insurance in the first place? That's what I'm trying, like, it's just a whole cycle and we're all just living to spend, living to spend on these things that we're all so fearful of having, like, gotta have insurance because what if I get into an accident? You know, like, no, like, this isn't, we need to learn things from other countries. We need to learn a different, more holistic lifestyle. And these, this government of ours is not going to let that happen because they don't profit from that. And sometimes I really do believe, and I know it's going to sound like a super large conspiracy theory, but we are like, I feel like we're a test. This whole country was a test. I don't know why I feel that way sometimes. Like, let's go in here, kill all the Indians, get in there and create these, what is it called? Not the Ten Commandments. Amendments. The amendments and let's do this and let's do that. And we're going to have this kind of branch and this kind of branch. And here's going to be the president and all these powers. Like, it's not appropriate. It's not working. I don't know what more kind of evidence anybody needs. America's system is not working. And if you think that this is the greatest country, you think that, you know, all this is like good. The only thing that America is still, if I'm getting that, I'm pretty sure the stats right. The only thing or one of the only things that we're ranked number one on is military spending. <sighs> so sad. Education. Sucks. Healthcare. Sucks. Uh, economics sucks um like you know we, we are not what we once were yeah no. and that just needs to be recognized yeah and it needs to it, i mean we have to recognize it become aware of it and embrace it and then say okay and stop being, let's dig our fingers in and let's figure out how to fix it and stop being distracted by what the news is throwing at you and making up fake problems yeah. like we're not all angry at each other be very honest with me when you're listening to the podcast like how many of us are angry at each other for being a different race or a different color really honestly like why do we're not born that way we're programmed to be racial 
we see something and we create an opinion and that's what we do. But that's Nobody not who we are. Nobody is born innately hating somebody exactly. else. Exactly. You're and taught that. You're actually born innately loving, loving. everybody yep. else. Agreed. And you're taught everything else and you're conditioned and you're programmed over time to think a certain way by your environment, by your books, by your media. I'll give you something interesting. So I'm reading this really fascinating book right now called Slave Species of the Gods and I'm almost done with it. I read a ton of it on the plane today. And I get into this chapter where they start talking about history and like what we're taught throughout history and how dramatically skewed our understanding of what actually happened in history is by what we're taught in our history books throughout school as we grow up because history was written by the victors and what I mean by that is all of the history that we see in our texts and in our like history books that we read about was drafted and created by stories of the people that won they're the one that had the wealth to put together the content and the knowledge and structure it and start marketing it to people or forcing people at certain times throughout history to adopt it and embrace that historical viewpoint in those set of historical facts. Like the Bible is an example, right? There's the Bible and there is a ton of books that have been found that were completely left out of the Bible because a small group of people said, we're going to select these books we want to put into it. And, you know, that's very similar to... Uh, a lot of historical things, right? Like the people that won, the people that became the leaders, they got to write from their point of view what they wanted to say, and they got to pick and choose what facts they put in and what facts they put out. And an awesome quote I saw recently is, if you think fake news is bad, imagine how bad history is, yeah. right? And this book I'm reading today like goes in depth about this, talking about all these things that actually have been proven to exist that are not talked about in any of our traditional history books but they've been proven through you know, ancient clay tablets that have been found, hieroglyphics in ancient civilizations, and all these different things that would give us a much better holistic picture of who we actually are as a species, but they've been left out over time and the narrative's been controlled. You know, I couldn't agree more with you on that. And I just, I feel as though it's up to us to kind of sift through the bullshit and that's sad and that sucks. But if we don't do this for ourselves, whether it's for your health, whether it's for your family, your economic situation, your career, politics, government, whatever it is, then who's going to do it? This is just going to keep happening. I feel as though we're one of the most divided countries within, within each other. I mean, when was this? It was in, I was in eighth grade, and all of a sudden, every single Muslim person was a terrorist and was a terrible person. That was the media. That was the news. That is not a fact. That's not true. Not you, every Muslim person is a bad person. And when you go over to those regions and you start talking to the people that live in these areas. Which we've and, done. And they think, and they think. They feel the sorry US, for us. Well, they feel sorry for us, but they also think we feel that the U.S. is terrorists because they come over and they bomb our cities with no, our no, women no. and our children no, and all sorts of stuff. No they, no, they feel sorry for us because literally this guy, our tour guide, he goes, we are aware that you, your, your news channels shows you that your military is protecting you, quote unquote, protecting you. He's like, but here, they come here, they sell weapons to both sides of the violent groups, and then they attack them and cause a riot between them and then come back and say that we are, that you guys are in trouble from this and they're attacking you. It was never a fight between the Middle East and America. And so there are just things that I... I don't even know why and how I come across some of this information sometimes. Like, we'll go on vacation and we'll meet people and, like, we'll hear this stuff. That it's not a secret. And so if you're sitting here thinking that we're a superpower and we should be proud, no. We're, we should be coexisting. We should be loving each other. We should be welcoming of any religion. We should not care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. These things should not be things that are, like, changing how I view another person on the street or how I treat somebody else in my community or in my neighborhood. And you're letting the media do just that. That we all get riled up. We all have these emotions against each other. And that's exactly what they want. It's like that whole uh, divide and conquer situation. Like who even came up with that? Republican and Democrat. Red and blue. Like it's not, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. Um, and I love when people are like, oh, you should be so grateful for the right to vote. There's so many countries where they can't vote. I agree with you. I agree. I 100% agree. And I am grateful for that. You but, should be grateful for your right to vote if it actually wasn't fraudulent. <laughs> but what good is my vote if it's being fudged around or not counted? 
if the media is just take coming in and stepping in the middle and just saying that this person wins, you know, like that, this is where I have a problem. And I so a, I have a strong belief that elections are decided long before the voting even ever happens. I do too. Yeah. I don't think, and I think there's a tremendous, it's a fake of, sense a tremendous of power. amount of data out there that yeah. can prove that thesis. It's just a fake sense of democracy. It's not, you know, when it comes to the government, I it's don't. It's an illusion. We, we live in an illusion of freedom. I think that's what the hard thing for people to realize is we're always touted as being, you know, land of the free freedom, right? It is a total illusion of freedom. If people had a clue of how their rights have been eroded over time and they actually woke up to that and paid attention as opposed to staring at swiping through social media channels and being brain dead and like stuck on Netflix all day long. Like, I'm Do you know what freedom is? Let me finish. I'm serious about this because it is a real problem. It's something I'm super passionate about. The the level of entertainment that occurs in the mass manipulation and control of our world is just absurd. And I think there's like we're people are sleepwalking through their life. They're sleepwalking through it, and then they get upset at different things, not realizing they're being completely manipulated like all the time. And so the fact that there's just this tremendous divide. It's pure manipulation. It's 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 like textbook manipulation of what's going on. And the reality that we live in is that we are not free whatsoever. We're surveilled at all times. Google, Facebook, they know everything about you. They know everything that you say. They record it. They put it in a database. They log it. They timestamp it. Then you get fed advertisements off that that they sell and monetize you. I mean, th- there is... Like the the concept that we are a free society is a complete and total illusion. And that's why I'm such a proponent for technologies like Bitcoin and blockchain because it empowers us to have a free and transparent society that's a trustless system. I don't, you know, the the technologies that will be built on blockchain long term will create a trustless society because you don't have to. Like if we had blockchain voting, we would have had votes at 5 p.m. at the end of the day and we would have known with 100% certainty who the winner was. I don't agree with that. 100%? I, I don't do. agree with that. How, because, how, how so? Because do the media would... You think that... I'm just using this as an example. There's a box here. It's a blockchain voting system. Everything's logged in and Trump won. The media wouldn't let us know that Trump won. No, that's the thing. The media doesn't have to. Blockchain is public. It's publicly transfer- transferable and or publicly verifiable. So anybody could log into the system and look exactly what the votes were, and it wouldn't matter what the media says. It overrules the media. They're going to give us, a- us, the people, access to the voting that's stuff? What a, Come that's on. what a blockchain is. That's what I'm saying. If it's a public blockchain, it's never going like, to happen. Like if I can go on Bitcoin, I can see every transaction publicly that's ever happened. You're missing the point. No, I'm not. I, I understand where you're coming from, but my point is if that did occur, and we had a public blockchain voting system, everybody in the public view would be able to go look at it, right? Brian, there's studies, not, on, right. Go- no, there's studies on, on Google, there's research, medical research showing that vaccines are causing like, you know, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and like 90% of Americans and no one's looking at it. Why? Because the media is not showing you that. The media is not covering that real information. I, I so with voting, what do you think is going to be any different? I, you could put the truth out there. People are not paying attention to the truth because they're looking at CNN and Fox News and all these things as the truth. I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, I think that if there was a system, a blockchain system for voting, and it spread just as fast as these other things that have had throughout this whole process, and there was a publicly verifiable database, it, it's... It's, it's right there. You're right. Whether people are going to take the energy to go look at it is another thing. But the, the media can't lie about a candidate. Okay, to take that back. They can lie about it if they want to, but they, don't ha- they can't hide it like they do now. All right? Now it's hidden. My point just now to you was that Other, they Alternatively, hide, it's not hidden. They hide everything still in front of our plain eyes and get away with it. And we have information. Look at the whole pandemic situation. You and I knew the whole time these numbers were being fudged, didn't we? We were saying it from day one back in April. Guys, not everybody's dying from COVID. This is wrong. The numbers are rigged. The numbers are false. They're counting every death as COVID, even though there's underlying factors going on. Boom. Six months later. They come out themselves and say that the numbers are an error and there was underlying causes and everything was marked as COVID. So we can't even go by our data anymore. 
We knew that because we were looking for that information and that scientific evidence. What I'm trying to say is you can have the truth in plain sight in America and still our public will not believe it or look at it if CNN, MSNBC and Fox News aren't blasting it. That is what I'm trying to say. So I think any other alternative is naive to think that just because you have voting on blockchain, I bet you it's there in plain sight, Googleable, loginable, whatever you want to call it, that let's say Trump won. People will still not believe it because you know what Fox is going to say? Well, we had a glitch in the system or this happened or it got hacked. The Russians hacked us. Like, that's what they do. I, I understand what you're saying. I think I think eventually we will have that type of system. 100%, I hope we do. Um, and you're right; it wouldn't happen overnight. But you know, when you have as it grew over time, I think it would definitely create a lot more transparency, right? Like Facebook wasn't used immediately. It's not that long. It's not really not that hard for you to grasp what I'm trying to say here, because look I at, do grasp what you're people, saying. I just don't agree with it. There's completely. people in your own life right now that still don't trust Bitcoin or blockchain for the life of them. Yeah. And you have all the facts, you have all the proof, you have all the data, and this is money we're talking about. And they are still scared to buy a Bitcoin. I, I understand because. And it, then there's those people in your life that were like. Oh my God, it's going up. It's doing this. I got to buy Bitcoin again. There's also people in your life who never believed in UFOs. You've believed in UFOs your whole life because you look for the truth and the information. Okay. You dig deep for it. You don't pay attention to the news. And now you're in your thirties. All the news channels say UFOs are real. Unclassified information is declassified now. And we know this. And now those same people text you articles and stuff and tell you to your face that UFOs, oh my God, are real. I understand what you're saying. It's years of conditioning, right? That's why. It's years of manipulation and conditioning. But what happens... We are fighting today. <laughs> what, ha- what happens is over time, when the truth does come out, and then a large enough people recognize it and adopt the truth, then it spreads faster and faster. So eventually, what I'm saying, eventually the truth comes out, and eventually it becomes mainstream. Yeah, but it's too mainstream. late by then. It's not. Yes, it is. The whole Dick Cheney thing. Well, if you, if, it was but, too late. Now, I, you're, now they're making movies on it and documentaries. It's like, well, what the... Like, I understand what you're saying there, but if you don't ever try, you're never going to succeed at it. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I just, I think there's, I mean, just, it, there's that, way with, more to with that, With that dude. mindset, it's like throw your arms up and give up. No, uh, that's there, not how I look at I it. I did with this election. <laughs> I really did. Um, I just don't... Back to the freedom point. Um, we're not free. Freedom is... It's funny. I was watching this show called Emily in Paris on Netflix, which is a really cute show. And the guy in there makes fun of the American girl because she literally lives to work and doesn't enjoy herself or do anything. And it was really a Parisian making fun of us Americans. That kind of parody about us Americans is common in every country that I've been to. And it's the truth. Like, we, we think we're enjoying ourselves. Look at every single holiday. It's all based around spending money. Again, keeping the economy going. Health insurance plans, keeping the economy going. Jobs, taxes, keeping the economy going. Everything we do oh, from the minute just, we stand up, we wake up, we're just pumping you, you the economy. You just sparked an interesting thing in my mind. Um, so you just mentioned health insurance. Uh, one of the people's wives that I was spent this weekend with that I was just on, she works in the largest health insurance uh approval provider in the country it's in nashville tennessee i'm not sure if that's where they're located but that's where she operates and um she said that the amount of fraudulent covid claims that happened over the last six months was so absurd like it was it was so ridiculously absurd and this is the person that's reviewing covid claims and like approving them with her division like this one's legit we can pay this one out this one isn't and they're like a uh, the largest one in the country and she said the amount of covid the things that doctors marked as covid was so absurdly fraudulent you wouldn't even believe it Basically, just to get paid out more money because they were getting paid more for marking something as COVID. So her job was going through and say, this one seems legitimate or this one is actually completely fraudulent. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you guys know who Van Jones is. And so what I mean by that is when you see that, then then the media purports on new cases. That's where that data all comes from. Yep. Right? Don't it gets funneled it. to the CDC and then it's all new cases, new cases. The numbers are rising, numbers are rising. And this person has a cold or this person has a cough or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden it's marked as COVID. This person got hit by a bus, but they tested positive for COVID. So it got marked as a, co- <laughs> as a COVID death, which literally happened. It yeah. literally happened. Well, yeah, throughout we're not COVID. making this up. People got hit by cars and died and they claim they test positive for COVID and then they got more money in their payout claim. 
follow the money. Right? So I don't know if you guys know who Van Jones is, but he is a news anchor on CNN. And I used to be a big fan of him up until two days ago. And here's why. I know he works very closely with Kim Kardashian to help criminal justice reform, which I'm a big, big proponent for. But uh, he's on there the day that they said Joe Biden is president. And keep in mind that CNN is pro-democratic. And he's on there. And this grown-ass man who I, I look at him as like a powerful man, you know, like doing really good things in the world. Or so I thought. And he starts crying. You guys can YouTube this. It's all over the news. He starts crying and he goes, I'm just so happy that there's no kids in cages and there's no parents of color wondering where their kids are going to go. And there's no people that are going to be afraid that they're going to get COVID or he just goes like, he just goes on and on. He's just crying, like literally crying. And then I Googled like a CNN Democratic or Republican CNN Democratic. And I was like, wow, way to put up a show. Tell your anchor, news anchor, to put up a freaking show. Because I'm he had me fooled, dude. I've been a big fan of him for years and years and years. And when he did that act the other day, I was like, hell no. This is where I was sold on the fact that a Democratic news station is making one of their most powerful criminal justice reform leaders just on there crying and making these like, accusations, obviously against Trump and the Republican Party, and just saying, like, just how over-elated he was that he was crying that Biden is now president. That that was my tipping point. And that's where I, like, I was like, no, we're not free. There's, there's, no, there's no freedom here. Mm-hmm. We didn't, American people did not choose Biden. Let me just put it that way. I don't care if they chose Trump or not, but they didn't choose Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that. And I'm telling you, I'm calling it. This is a recorded episode. It's going to be probably in the ether somewhere for as long as I live. And guarantee you within the next five years five years or less there's going to be a bunch of news and investigative things and documentaries and movies on how terribly rigged this election was voter fraud you're going to hear about it in five years well yeah and i in my opinion i think every election is rigged but this one seemed to be much more publicly rigged and noticeable than all of a sudden all the states are allowing same day registration all of a sudden this is happening and and you know five months before all the both the presidents are like there's gonna be fraud there's gonna be this is like they programmed us they set us up for all of this bullshit 100 percent. and then i see people on the streets of la uh the post office workers dancing and like celebrities like all hyped up and i don't know if it was just me i also felt this year's presidency or election was very much pushed by celebrities and artists i don't know if you saw that i felt that and maybe i felt that because i was on social media a little bit more now but everyone whether it's like chrissy Teigen or john legend or some rapper or cardi b or so and so and so and this they're like nose deep into like every election and trying to push you onto who you should vote i wonder for. how much they paid them for those thank posts. you that's my point <laughs> and so i don't know i don't it is what it is. Um, at the end of the day, I think it's up to up to oh us God, to be good people. Oh my God! Did you see yesterday the uh, the thing that came out? So you know Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. He, so they did a press conference, and somebody screwed up the press conference location, and there was it was supposed to be at the Four Seasons, and they accidentally booked it at like the Four Seasons maintenance crew thing, and so they were literally outside giving like a full blown press conference with all the press people outside like a maintenance shed with Rudy Giuliani <laughs> because they messed it up. It was all over the news. It was hilarious. I didn't see it. <laughs> Um, but what I'm trying to say is regardless of who you voted for or who you wanted to win, I think at the end of the day, it's up to us to be good people to each other. Don't let them take things in the media and like show like so-and-so got shot or this, like we need to be nicer to each other and we need to like kind of be the better people, um, in my opinion and not let them divide us and make up shit and then put it on the news and only show that. You know, there's also another good thing on Instagram that I've seen where you see a guy running um, with a knife. It looks like a knife. And so the other guy's chasing him. The cop is chasing him. But in the shadow, it looks like a knife, but really it's just his shoe. And it's like, this is what the media portrays to you. Like, he's running and he's armed and really... It's a shoe. It was a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Size 12 shoe. There's things like that that happen all the time. Alligator um, penny loafer. It's not... It's not a... It's not difficult to find the true information out there. Um, it's just a matter of what you're willing to... Are you willing to put the effort into it? And are you willing to like admit that you were wrong? And are you willing to be open-minded? 
I'm not saying that we know it all. Please, by no means. I could be completely wrong and Trump could be the most heinous person on the planet. I have no idea. I'm just going by there was just too much shadiness that went on this year. And I'm personally fed up with it. Yeah. I just, it, it felt like for a very long time throughout 2020, and probably, I'm sure this was starting and planned long before this, that there were strategic moves that were played to try to get Trump out of office. Yeah. And I even publicly said earlier on this, I'm not for either party. Um, but there was, I mean, at face value, the things that occurred and the way the sequence of events happened, you can't objectively look at that. Just take a step back and objectively look at it and say, that was all just random chance. Yeah. There's it, that, that's there's no possible way, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a completely long, well thought out, thoroughly well executed strategic plan that occurred to try to overthrow Trump out of office. Um, there was and there was a lot of different things that came into play. Over and he that knows time it. Span. And he knows it too. Do you think that he's going to spend his time and money on suing these states and going after this? He has better things to do now. But do you think he's... No, he, he's going to do it and he's going to find shit. I know he is. Sure he will. 100%. And just like he blew the lid off Big Pharma, he's going to do the same thing here. And I hope he does. It's going to take somebody who is not in politics to blow the lid off of everything. It's going to take someone like Trump, a businessman. It's going to take someone like um, Kanye West, who's not in politics, to come in and just fully unequivocally say, these are the lies that are being sent to you guys. And this is all the reach and, pl- and power that I have, that I have seen in my career. These are all the backdoor dealings that I am privy to. Here you go. Now you do what you want with it. Mm-hmm. You guys are sheep. You're sleeping. Like, wake up. Um, it's going to happen at some point. And, oh, and for being the country with, like, the most high macho military that we've got going on here, that same military was being ready to be deployed on us if we didn't wear masks. So you tell me, do we live in a free country? Is that free? Is that a free country? Well, not in my opinion, it's not. It's a dictatorship. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I am very hyped up and I'm you super are. hungry. You <laughs> are. got hyped on this one. So much for my Wim Hof, which by the way, I've been doing. It's been over 30 days. I haven't even missed a day. That's awesome. I'm very You're proud feeling of myself. Good? You feeling good still after you do it? You know what? I'm very aware if I'm not breathing and I'm getting too hyper. Like this whole podcast episode, I was getting hyper, but I was aware of it. And every time you talked, I would like breathe slow, long breaths. So I'm definitely more in tune. And I've noticed that if things happen that kind of freak me out or stress me out lately, I will voice it now, but I don't go down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. So for whatever it's worth, I definitely think it's helping my nervous system and like my fight or flight response is definitely getting better. I mean, it's so good that I took Onyx for a walk without a leash today. (laughs) I've never done that. Look at that. Did she do good? (laughs) She's fine. That's awesome. Good Um, job, Onyx. So that, the the fear that I used to always have on edge is definitely diminishing in that sense. My passion is still there though. Mm -hmm. Thankfully. It's good. I know. Guys, that's all we have for you today. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully please, you found some value in it. Yeah. And please share your thoughts. Like, I don't care if you disagree with us. I really don't. Yeah, like, dude, if bring you do, it on. <laughs> if you do disagree with us, let us know. Give us your feedback. We'll, we'll be happy to chat about yeah. it. Yeah. We could do like a part two next week. We could. If I get we'll enough see. messages. If we get enough feedback, we'll see if we, and we'd be interested to see what people think. I know. Um, and if, trust me, we... We disagree. Even Nina and I disagree about... We, we just did on this episode about different things, Oh, my things, God. Right? This is a full-blown fight. He, he can't even sleep in my room. <laughs> doghouse tonight. Doghouse. Doghouse tonight, Out. Guys. Done. Cut off. Anyways, thanks, guys.